This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Lester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favourite podcasts. Leicester Till I Die TV, your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. Are you ready? I'm saying, are you ready? Hello Fox fans, how are we? I didn't say the 
Yeah, good evening, because it was not a good evening. It was a shit evening. Um, welcome along. It's Leicester Till I Die TV. It's the post-match reaction, and I think we're going to get a bit of a reaction tonight. We are live on Facebook, Leicester Till I Die, the group. Twitter, at Leicester TID. And YouTube, Leicester Till I Die TV. And please, if you aren't or you haven't yet subscribed, please nip over to YouTube. We're less than 50 away from the 1,000, and that really does help us support the channel and keeps us running, uh, which is something I don't think the players were doing tonight. They certainly weren't running. West Ham United 4, Leicester City 1. I want you to come on, please, and tell me what have I just witnessed. Because I'll tell you something here. I have a bit of a joke, and when we when we play well, I'll come on and go, do you know what? It's like watching Brazil. It was like watching Arsenal tonight. I mean, no disrespect to Arsenal. Well, yeah, probably, but that's how bad it was. I, you know, <laughs> it, it was awful. I mean... Um, Match reviewer, good evening. He says here, not a good game, Chris, but you have Norwich next. Head up and go batter them. I tell you what, match reviewer, we couldn't batter fish after that performance. It was fucking awful. Fucking awful, I'll tell you. Um, Rob Tanner, who uh, we had on the channel recently, and he's the uh, Leicester City correspondent for The Athletic which is the big uh, football uh, online magazine. And he's got, well, he said, actually, when was the last time you saw Leicester City so bedraggled and disorganised like this? Fulham last year? Um, West Ham twice last year? Uh, Newcastle at the end? Last... <laughs> yeah, we, we see it a lot. And that's what, don't get me, we do play like Arsenal um, one week bad of that, then we'll go out all play like Brazil. <coughs> Just me, are you confident of beating Norwich? Because I'm not. I've got to be honest with you. I really, really am not. It is the post match review. It is me and Brad. It is not a good evening. The Premier League is back, and we've got it all covered here on Leicester Till I Die TV. Subscribe. Do you know, I actually was on a couple of West Ham channels um, over the weekend, and, I, and I've got a couple of them coming up tomorrow. That's going to be a laugh a minute, isn't it? And I, I said to the West Ham fans, you know, last season, I think you were punching above your weight. And this season, you might actually settle back to how you were. Maybe I was actually talking about us. Let me know your thoughts on the game. Uh, just before we're joined by Brad, we'll have a look at a couple of... Um, uh, Posts here. James Everton fan. Evening, Chris. Wasn't a very good good from your lads tonight. Uh, big up. I'll tell you what, that's being that's being nice. <laughs> um, wasn't very good. Yeah. Well, uh, I think I, I think I could probably say a lot worse. Is it past? Yeah, it's half ten. We're fucking shit. I tell you, David. Good evening. Hello. Hope you're well. How do you explain that travesty? I don't know. I need somebody to explain it to me. What a poor ninety minutes exhibition of tactics and game management. Lots wrong and nothing right. Um, 
match review at Tyco. Uh, yeah, sorry, mate. Um, of course it is. Uh, I do apologise. Thanks for just uh, giving me a kick up the backside and reminding me. Uh, if you're available, if you go and give our players a kick up the backside, because I tell you what, they will. They play tonight like one-legged men at an arse-kicking competition. That's how fucking awful they were. Um, fearless, so they say, but scared of West Ham. You know, I'm not going to get to... I mean, I'm annoyed. You can probably tell I'm annoyed. The problem was that this is Leicester, and we know we're not going to be that bad all season. The little worry for me is we only just scraped past Wolves, so that wasn't a convincing win. And we, well, we let's live on it. We got played off the park today. Um, Terry, well, that confirmed I'm totally hopeless at predicting scores. You and me both, mate. You, I went 3-1 to Leicester. So <laughs> that's how bad it was. Hey, if you think I'm annoyed, I have a feeling that Jesus may be burning his cross tonight. Let's find out and say good evening to Brad. Thanks for waiting, Brad. Oh, you've got the, you've got the Jesus light shining down on you there. We could have done with those down at the London Stadium tonight. I'm, I'm glad I'm in my bedroom. <laughs> I didn't know when your sound had gone there. You were about to, uh, to sneak your wrist or you were thinking. <laughs> you know, you know when you've just had one of them days and you have a moment through that day that goes, well, that just sums up my day. Well, thanks, yes. Leslie. Thanks for summing up my day so nicely and perfectly. And I'm going to get this out of the way before it becomes yeah. a talking point. I don't trust Kaglastoyonchu as a leader anymore. I really don't. Uh, we have defended him enough, right? But Brendan Rogers, get him on a leadership course and go back to teaching defenders. If you can't pass it, oof it. Because that ain't the first time Kagla Sorensen's been on it. And now, to give a, to give a comparison, anybody that's watched the show before knows that I'm not the biggest fan of Perez. I don't think he's up to the calibre. And I don't think he's up to the quality that's required at Leicester to constantly try and challenge a break to the top four. Want him to prove me wrong, always keeps proving me right. Really wish he didn't. But Kagler Sorensen has been getting away with it because he's very nice and Leicester fans like him. And, and I'm a big admirer. And, and, and he's got a big dick, don't forget. Well, yeah, but that's just yeah. jealousy in the changing rooms and, and <laughs> my ego a little bit. But another thing is as well, we've got to make sure we're even with our discontented players. And I'm going to be there with Kagler Sanchez tonight. I'm a big fan of Kags, but he clearly cannot work without a leader behind him. We, I think that Leicester should do a train announcement. You know, when they say due to unforeseen circumstances, all trains running in this direction to wherever are postponed. Well, due to the fact that Leicester don't actually have a competent centre-back available, Leicester are going to do the honourable thing and for the foreseeable future, just forfeit games uh, and wait for the likes of Vestergaard and Evans to be back. Because they need think, to though, like British Rail used to say, yeah, like British Rail used to say, the, you know, we have to make an announcement the train is cancelled because there are wrong leaves on the track. Do we say, ladies and gentlemen, tonight's game is cancelled because the wrong centre-backs are available? Yeah, pretty much, mate. Unfortunately, it wasn't either of them coated themselves in glory. And for the and, and but you know what? I want to, in a weird sort of way, maybe I'm just stretching to try and find the positives. Before it capitulated in front of our eyes for the first after the first half hour, 35 minutes or so, we actually weren't that bad. It was actually looking like a game that I thought this could be a good high scoring game. I was right, just not in the way I thought. <laughs> I mean. 
I get what you're saying. I mean, you know, for the first half an hour, I think we had over 70% possession. But there's no point. We know from 15, 16, there's no point having all that possession when you do fuck all with it, unless they were doing fuck all with it. Vardy, I think, had three touches in the first half. Well, I'm sorry, look, drop Vardy. Getting at Choa. I mean, you know, Vardy's going to be around no matter how bad he plays. And I'm not saying he was awful, but we weren't getting the ball to him. Get him off, get Dakar on or get Inacho on and change it around a little bit. But we all know, oh, it's Jamie Vardy. We can't take Jamie Vardy off, blah, blah, blah. He had three touches in the first half. I thought he brought his sandwiches and a fucking deck chair on the pitch to sit up and have his sandwiches because he was doing fuck all. But then... There wasn't one player out there from Leicester City that I think did, did well. It, it is one of those performances that we know Leicester are capable of. Now, we normally say that, don't we, if it's a good performance. But, yeah. no, it's a bad performance, and we know we're capable of doing that. Yeah. You know what, Christy? You summed it up perfectly in a point I'd like to kind of lead on on from. You you know, when, Ta- when Tanner asked the question, when was the last time you remember Leicester in that performance? Well, it was both West Ham games last season. It was Leeds as well in a game which we yeah. were leading the game. I did, I did actually Arsenal. say there's probably a couple of others I can't think yeah. of. <laughs> it was Arsenal, again, after we mm. took the lead against them. It yeah. was Fulham at home, again with Newcastle, you're right, and Aston Villa. And you know what? Each game, you could probably play part, side by side and if you just watch the Arsenal's, the Newcastle's and all the teams that did this against us, you will see they played the exact same way. Leicester played away to try and feel themselves into a game. They were away from home. They, in fact, Leicester, in a weird sort of way, probably set up like any team would away from home, especially when it's away to West Ham. They're quite notorious for making a bit of a dooming atmosphere with the crowds in. So I'm not going to discredit Brendan in the first half. What I am going to say is, if you watch all the games where Leicester got tore apart last season, mm. it was the same. They waited for a team to, to come at them and race at them so they could play the ball through quickly to Vardy and Madison and, and Tillemans. And West Ham went, nah, we know how you do that, so we're not going to allow you to do that. And what disappointed me is how long it took. And I know the red card, which we'll obviously talk about, completely probably halted that. Maybe with 11 men at half-time, we come in 1-0 down, Vardy might have came off. I mm. think maybe even until he scored, Tillemans probably would have come off because he looks a shadow of himself. That's another player we'll talk about. You might have seen a system change. Unfortunately, the red card really shattered us. And I'm not going to get too much on Iosi Perry's back for it. I'm not one of them that thinks he did it deliberately. It was clumsy. It was reckless. Could have broke his leg you know, his ankle at the end of the day. So it was the deserved red. Uh, yeah. I know we're going to... Nandez said there, um, if we want Champions League, Chris, we can't concede four. Excellent performance from West Ham. But even without the red, we started four. For me, Samori would have done well here. Um, David says we did nothing with it. We didn't. That's what I said. You know, we had 70% possession, but we did do nothing with it. And you could see at half time, well, I could see, you could see, probably everybody else watching the fucking game could see, except Brendan Rodgers. We needed to make changes. Now you don't go to me. To me, he did what Hussenthal did when we beat them nine nil. They went to play it down. Came to half time. No changes. You're down to ten yeah. men. Change your fucking formation. You don't keep it the same. And 
after 45 minutes, you could tell, tell Tillemans was having a bad game. Vardy, like I say, hadn't you, know, you needed to put a, a bell in the ball so he could hear it. And then you had um, Indeedy, who had one of the worst games he's had. Now, what I'm saying is these aren't suddenly bad players, don't get me wrong, but they mm. were, everybody was having a bad game. So that was when he needed to make the changes. Not 82 fucking minutes. See, the, pro- the problem is, is you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. If he hadn't made them, if he'd, he, if he'd have made them changes at half time and then Leicester went three, two, two and three nil down in the space of 10 minutes, we'd have been screwing at him for, say, he disrupted it, they needed to set or they needed to ride the first 10 minute waves. You needed these, you needed that experienced player out. Blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, he made them changes. He made the first change when he did when he put Dakar on. I don't know if he got a touch on it, and I don't know if he'd be able to claim it anyway. He might have technically got an assist. I don't know if that's Madison's assist or not. But out of absolutely nowhere, let's face it, the only thing I remember seeing Fabianski happen to do was pick the ball out of his net. We went that attacking change and got ourselves back in the game. Had it happened earlier, it might have gone the way you said, Chris, but it also might have gone the way the game ended up playing out. And I agree with the comment before. I don't think the red card would have changed the outcome of the result it might just have changed. It might not have been as it might not have been as embarrassing. Yeah. I think we probably still would have lost because up until that point we were still fucking awful as well. I'm going to bring this on now because I don't usually bring the player scores on until at the end. But I actually tried to guess what Alan was going to who was going to pick his man of his match and what his scores were. And I I actually said I said the I'm fans. guessing here that you're going for Schmeichel as man of the match, because he did make it. Without him, it could have been a lot worse. We could have been looking at a 9-0, let's be honest with you. Uh, And I went four for both. And I wasn't actually far wrong, because I think he's actually been been generous for Brendan there tonight with four and three. Um, And Schmeichel, yeah, there was nobody else deserved it. Um, Harsh or or fair, Brad? I think it's fair. I think... It's always going to be a low score for the manager when the team loses badly. I don't think I, I'm. I'm kind of. I'm kind of on the side of against. I think a team needs to be given a rollicking when they go down to ten men, they perform badly in the first half, and go right. You go and show them fans that you're still in the fight for this. And then when the game's edged in, if they'd have kept that one nil, and Tillman's have scored and made it one all, you know what I mean. I know football was not made of if hands and buts. But you no. could see why he maybe wanted to absorb it, take the sting out of West Ham for a bit, get them settled and do it. It, it could have worked. It was brave. But Rodgers was always only going to get a four. And the team, I think, a two. Yeah. So I mean, the suicidal you, passing. You're quite, I, I, right. you're quite right, Brad, in the fact that had we, with 10 men, got a 1-1 draw out of it, would have been coming on and you'd probably been looking at a, a, at least there's probably a six or a seven for each of them. You know, but yeah. but that's it. You you are judged by the game. It's a game of football, yeah. and that's how you are judged. And you are judged said, on your your last yeah. result. And like you said, it doesn't. One game doesn't make them all of a sudden a total disaster no. of eleven. And we've got the worst manager going because if he was the worst manager going, he's hard to get even higher for him to go to Arsenal. Sorry, yeah. stop bullying Arsenal, Brad. Stop it. It's not funny. It's it's, it's borderline abuse bullying Arsenal. We need to stop. <laughs> See, I'm cheering no, myself up, Chris. I'm cheering myself up. Well, no one <laughs> but my worry is, though, the fact that had had Wolves had the shooting boots on, we'd have been looking at no points. 
Um, you know, we, yeah. we were we were holding, and I know, like you said earlier, it's all ifs, buts, and what have you. But taking the performances, it wasn't a brilliant performance against Wolves, and we got away with it. Um, and and it was just like Michael says here, um, we never got off the start the starting blocks. We didn't. Okay. We certainly didn't, James. Everton van neutral point neutral view here. West Ham were more fast and aggressive going forward. You guys all that possession, but West Ham were organised apart from the goal you scored. Yes, the red card made some impact. A red card will make an impact, obviously. But sometimes when you go down to ten men, <coughs> excuse me, we see it all the time that we down to ten men, and you get something out of the game because it everybody else kind of goes right. Fuck, look, we're gonna we're gonna fight this. Absolutely, they couldn't have fought the way out of a bloody paper bag tonight. No, they couldn't. But you're very right. Sometimes red. I mean, we've we've got results from being down to ten men ourselves. Uh, the last mm. time I think I remember was actually ironically against West Ham, where we were Vardy got sent off for simulation, and then we went down the other end after being after West Ham made it two one. Mm. You know, and and Jeffrey Schlupp won that penalty. So it's never happened. You can have them games, and maybe on another night. We would have got an equaliser from that, but again, it begs the question that really needs to be worked on. Um, is this isn't this? Like I said, you could play all the games we've we've lost like this mm. side by side, and you would see the same structure. They pressed as well when they needed to, and they sat back and went, "You want to pass it around your back four? Go for it. We'll wait. We'll we'll we'll, we'll wait because you'll mess." And lo and behold, we did mess it up, right? And we'll take yeah. advantage of it, and they did, and they did it. They did it twice in, in in a very quick quick manner by doing so from one mistake, and that was that was the biggest definition. Every time, everything Leicester had to offer, West Ham beat it. Defending skills thrashed it. Midfield battles tussled harder. Attacking sense did better. Mm. Eye for goal definitely better. More threatening. They would, everything was better than us. And it really did disappoint me, the capitulation at the end, because up until a point, I was actually starting to think, this isn't actually as bad a performance as it could be, being just we're down to 10 men and only, yeah. you know, 2 nil down. You know, I was at, still at, thinking... At 2-1, I thought, oh. Yeah. <laughs> but, because West Ham do have a habit of, of, of giving up. But I mean... I mean, I mean, I, I said Antonio could he could he could star in WWE, couldn't he? I mean, he 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 absolutely just pushed Indeedy out of the way like he was a bloody fly, and he was going past. Yeah. And that is the problem. You can sometimes accept maybe if one or two players play badly, but when ten players and it was ten players play badly, well, you, you were felt. Well, yeah, the subs, but Schmeichel, I thought, yes, yeah. he, he did keep us in it. I just want to play. I did this earlier on today, but I didn't think I would actually be using it quite as quickly as I am. This is for Life you. Life without you was like a broken pencil. <laughs> Explain. Pointless. <laughs> Pointless. That sums Perez up, doesn't it? <laughs> If this doesn't stop Iosi Perez turning out in a Leicester shirt, then I give up. I, I give up. I'm sorry, but 
I'll, I've sat here many weeks, and justifyingly so, may I say, I've sat here many weeks with Chris, and I've said, I don't rate him. I don't think he's at the calibre for this club in the direction it's trying to go and wanting to go in to play in our squad. There's a reason we keep looking around for this 25, 30 million winger that we keep getting rumoured with from Italy or some others that I've heard floating around. There's talks today that a deal's close between us and Bruges for our, one of our youngsters to depart. Some fans are hinting that that's getting extra money in the kitty to be able to table a bid that they will accept. We'll see. There's still a while to go. But that has to be it. That has to be the line with Brendan because I've that this is it now. I keep asking him, please prove me wrong so I can sing his praises. And it was stupid. It was unintentional, but it was stupid and it was needless. And I've just I've I've, I've lost the will with him now. <laughs> so, to, to almost to the point, mate, where I think if he came on in the game, I'd go and get a bet and I'd put a bet on either and get sent off or was losing. Because that's the effect he has. Somewhere or another, Perez is involved in the game. We don't play well and we lose. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to think, and please somebody come on and tell me a good point about Perez. He's banned for three games. Got it. Solved it in one. <laughs> well, every, every cloud, as they say. Um, Simon at Premier Hotspur. Yeah, mate. Okay, you, you've uh, you can you, you're in the you're, you're fifth, so you can bring your uh, we've done well this season DVD out. Um, yeah. <laughs> he's got a good haircut. Well, you know, he's got hair. I mean, with myself, I'd 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 take that. Uh, JJ, worst Leicester player I've ever seen. Ooh, ouch. Um, we'll have to redo that video then because he'd get in there. Yeah, evening both. Extremely poor performance tonight. That's putting it lightly. Uh, Lee Brendan sees something in Paris. Obviously, but you can't blame him for tonight. No, well. He, he was no, as bad as everybody else on the pitch. But at the end of the day, there was other players that managed to last the amount of time they were on the pitch. He got sent off. So, therefore, he is going to get more blame than everybody and else. So, is, let's, just, let's just have a look at this. Fans, the thing is with fans as well, he's one of them that he, he's, he's already running on a short fuse with fans as well. So, he's not helped himself with these no. bad performances. And then he's had a okay-ish first half with the rest of the squad. And then he goes and does that. But, you know, like them characters yeah. in a TV show that you just like, for God's sake, just stop messing things up for, you, for your team. He's one of them. He feels like one of them characters that just does your head in because you know he's going to screw it up. You know, he's just one of them where Leicester fans is patiently going. James, I don't think he's even good enough for Arsenal at the moment. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, but uh, let's just um, have a look at this, shall we? Because <coughs> I can't believe that there was some, and I know football is all about opinions, and this is only my opinion, but for me, I can't believe that there were some fans out there saying it wasn't a red. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know. I'll ask, come to you in a second, Brad, and, and see whether you agree with me or not. For me, when we played Southampton and a certain player got sent off there in the 9-0, that was no worse than this was. 
And I always say, and I was talking to Alan, and I was at the match. And to be honest with you, we've got to be, we've got to be thankful, mate. He, he he travelled to London, was sat behind the goal through that performance, behind the goal. So maybe we should have had him in goal. Maybe we'd have done better. But that, to me, was like I say, as bad as the 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 uh, the the, the um, Bertrand foul on Perez as it happened in the Southampton game. And I always look at the sending off and go, if that was the other way round, would I be screaming for their player to be sent off? And with that, yes, I would. And when you look at this, if I can just get this to come up here, I mean, look, that he look, he was looking at that player coming towards him. You know, we've got the advantage if we were watching it. Well, we were watching it on telly or, or however you people were watching it. But at home, you know, the pundits called it, and the guy, the, the second the defender, West Ham player behind him, was the first sort of challenge. He went past him, but as he went past him, he looked up, he saw him coming, and he didn't go and poke the ball at all because if he'd gone to poke the ball, as some people were saying. His foot wouldn't have been high enough to come down on the player. For me, it was a straight red card. He had to go. He deserved to go. And great three games without him. I think the commentators got it spot on. It was clumsy. It was purely accidental. No malice meant in it at all. Yes, it looks worse, like any foul does, or any incident looks worse when it's slowed down. But in the, in the eyes of the law, it was a, it was serious foul play because he's whether he meant it or not, because he clearly didn't. You know, we're, we're not arguing a, a, a toss over whether he meant it or not. I don't, he think, didn't. He, I don't think he went out to do it. No, but... no, of course he didn't. He wasn't. He was. You can tell he wasn't. Yes, he did go for the ball. Yes, he goofed it. Yes, he did. But it was serious foul play because at the end of the day, we know how that feels when someone deliberately goes in hard on someone. <laughs> Villarreal. <clears throat> uh, when they deliberately go out and try and hurt people by the thuggishness. Perez ain't like that. He's never got a red card in the Premiership in, in his career, I don't think, or at least in the top flight, they said. No, this was his now. first ever red card in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, and he was clearly upset by it. And I'm not holding any blame for him to do it. But at the end of the day, he could have broke his ankle. And that's where the serious play comes in. And he was right. If that had been a tackle on Vardy, Madison, whoever, I'd have, as soon as it happened, mate, I was I was watching it with headphones and I went, well, that's him off. That's, he's off. He's got to go. He's, yeah. he, I, I can't defend it. He's got to go. Normally, yeah. I try and defend the players you do, mate. But no, he, he was right to get sent off because anyone else would have, would have been screaming blue murder. If they hadn't got but someone, somebody did tweet me and say it was a... Uh was a toe poke. And I think because I disagreed with them, I think they unfollowed me, which is not exactly... A well, if you're going to take someone's opinion that badly, then I, I wouldn't want them following me. <laughs> not, but, but no, unfortunately, like you say, that's how I judge it. Like I say, would, yeah. would it, uh, the other way around, would I be screaming for their play to be sent off? Uh, yeah. Uh, Simon says here, even before the sending off, you guys were off your game tonight. That's not Leicester from last season. Well, yes, it was, mate. This is the thing. There were certain games, and this is why we probably finished fifth. And I know it's easy for, you know, if every every team played to the best every week, the teams don't, that's football. But yeah. as Leicester fans, we are used to the fact that we know there's going to be performances like this pop up every now and again. And like I say, had we played Wolves off the pitch, 
I wouldn't be as concerned. And yeah, we've got Norwich up next. And I mean, Norwich are sort of sat down there, oh, right at the bottom. I'm not convinced that Norwich won't beat us if we perform like that. Oh, yeah, if we perform like that. But as we say, if, if this is the Leicester of last season, then I'm pretty certain that we'll bounce back in style. I mean, it was, it was. you know, we. I don't want to sit here. I know we're having talking points, and obviously Sonchu will be a talking point in, in, in a minute or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't just individual. Like you said, this was one of them where the whole entirety of the team, to a point, let us down tonight. Until Madison assisted the goal, didn't know he was on the pitch. Tillemans... Yeah. You remember in the Euros when they got knocked out against Italy and he was just slumping shoulders and he was swaying his arms around. He looked like that Tillemans, which we've seen flashes of before. And unfortunately, it wasn't the consistent, brilliant Tillemans. It was the, he looked ran down, he looked defeated, he looked out of breath. I noticed it in pre-season and didn't really say much about it because I didn't read too much into it, like try not to. But since the start of pre-season up until now, our midfield looks knackered, mate, and that's worrying. That's really worrying, considering our three-quarters of the midfield didn't go on international break. Yeah, It was really worrying how knackered and lethargic they looked. I, I knew we'd play slow, but tonight, Madison was poor, Tillemans was poor, and Didi wasn't brilliant. We'll get on to Solentio and Amati. Ricardo was awful. Thomas wasn't really in the game, but he got done alive. Harvey Barnes didn't really do much. So it was all collectively, and that's the most worrying thing. That did, you know, I said earlier about Soyuncu should never be in a centre-back pairing if he's not got a leader for it. Well, the leadership was lost tonight. There was no one there kind of giving it the, what the fuck are you playing at? Come on, we're still in the game. Even when we scored, mate, did you realistically think after the first couple of minutes of the restart, well, yeah, we're playing like a team that could actually nick a point there. Because it seemed like we scored in hoping, normal order. Not, not in, in reality, no. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I mean, we're no worse off points-wise than, than Man City. Yay, we're going to win the league. <laughs> you know, they, 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 they lost one. Um, yeah. And we're only one point on Man United. That's it. We're, we're, no, we're no worse off points-wise than Watford, and they were everybody's favourite to go down. So you read into these things what you will. It it, 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 it is early days, but um, I'll tell you what we're going to do, because I, I you said there's a couple of players. I mean, I've got to actually, we're going, we'll have a look at all the players in a second, because what we'll do is that we'll actually go through and we'll rate the players, and we'll see what the, the, the watchers say as well. Don't normally do this, but as, just as a bit of something a little bit different here, but somebody posted earlier on social media in the Facebook group what are Leicester City doing on the training ground that all our defenders are getting injured now? They're not all getting injured on the training ground, but funny how Vestergaard's not been with us full two weeks yet and, and he's injured, yeah, yeah. But Bertrand, we know, is an illness, uh, and Vestergaard. Uh, wasn't as we found out, hadn't done any pre season. He was very rushed to get through because of the injury to Fafana. Uh, and we see why we wanted Vestergaard fit and ready for the start of the season after tonight's uh, shambolic performance. It's easy, especially when you get such a devastating result like this, to go, Oh, injuries, what they're doing on the training ground. But we can't turn into one of them clubs because last season it was when it was all going 
peachy for us. It was, look at us with our injuries. Now it's, oh, what are they doing on the training ground? No, no, no. This team's been training and developing well enough. It's just sod's law. It happens. And at mm. the end of the day, he's obviously found himself, by the sounds of Brendan Rodgers' comments, Vestergaard wasn't able through the week to shake a niggle and get himself up to fitness. He had no choice to play a Marty. Um, yeah. So, like I said, it's easy when you lose 4-1, isn't it, to say what's going on on the training ground. What I would like, yeah. I would say, I think some individuals need some very intense individual training on certain aspects of their game, i.e., so aren't you and hoof the fucking thing? Because that was that wasn't that wasn't just a bad pass. How can you go from your goalkeepers to your right of you and Antonio's to your left of you and and, and play such an inch perfect pass to Antonio? Is it, mm. it does he is he genuinely? Does he have like a, a blurred vision when he's in a panicky situation? Because I can't understand how he's made such a perfect pass to someone wearing claret over a keeper wearing black. I can't, I can't. <laughs> no, it is, and, and, and you know the the. Um, I'm just trying to think of something positive, and I can't. But you know the the, the Sorry, it's finished. <laughs> it's over. <coughs> Four minutes of injury time, like, and I'll just blow your whistle. Like, we're, we're, we're like an injured animal, just put us out of our misery, please. Um, yeah. the subs came on too late for me, mm. especially the last two changes. Yes, I mean, 82 minutes when you are, were we 3 1 down then? Or yeah. they just scored as they were warming up, yes, yes. Um, I would have liked to have seen them. I would have liked to have seen them the second we scored. The second Tillemans knocked it in the back of the net, I would have gone, right, get on. Yes. I would have said, do a quick run up, stretch yourselves out, work yourselves out on the pitch if you have to, but get on that pitch. We're going for it. Because then you're very right. The the, the last two subs, unfortunately, did come too late. It it, it doesn't seem like something. He's forgotten to play football and and cannot let let alone defending. I'm not going to actually, I can say, I'm, I'm finding, I don't want to crit- criticize Brendan because it is at the end of the day, you know, we, we've lost one game um, and that's what it is. Uh, but um, sometimes I look at Brendan, I think, grow a pair because he seems to um and ah about making these changes. And like you say now, those changes should have been made on 65, 70 minutes, not on 82. What the fuck's going to happen? How many goals are we going to get in the last six minutes? Yeah, but, minutes. Again, but again, it's one of them. Had that, that, let's just take the incident as it was. We just got level. West Ham were going to come at us. And you know what I say? Don't make a substitution when you're trying to defend. And West Ham did come at us, got a few set pieces. And it was in a game sometimes as well. This is why I think Brendan's kind of a lucky that he's not going to get quite a good um, result in, 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 in his ratings by other Leicester pages and whatnot, and and ourselves tonight, is because had that ball gone out of play and had West Ham not scored that third, he would have then put on two fresh legs to run at a West Ham defence that's trying to kill off a game. It's just, by the time, like you said, he he, he was probably five, ten minutes short, like I'm in agreement with you, I think he should have instantly done it at the point we got in the game. But sometimes these tactical decisions... We could have been talking about a two-all draw. You know, imagine they miss it and we go down the other end and Dak or Iniacho grabs us an 88-minute equaliser. It's a whole different story. Yeah. Unfortunately for Brandon and Leicester tonight, 
it was a disaster and anything that did go could go, could go did went wrong you know what i mean yes uh, yeah yeah even that's those games before haven't we i think we had one against derby where we got an injury it's ending off oh we had to like three injuries all in one game uh, oh reminded me of Ipswich. We're very lucky. We're very lucky because we we're looking at this in hindsight, and you know we're not looking at this having. He gets paid very handsomely. We know for doing his job, but we sit here very nicely, going like, "Yep, you know, um, uh, (laughs) this happened, this happened, this happened." But hindsight is a wonderful thing, and I know Simon saying here, "Do you guys think you have enough power power for the season?" Yes, I think we do. Um, oh, yeah, because yes. it, it, we have to remember, as peed off as we are, this is one game. And I think what this is, and I, I, I could have sort of slapped myself sometimes because I have a go at other fans for saying, like, come on, we are still only Leicester City. And we get mm. the fact of who, what right are we? And I, I'd have a go at Arsenal fans sometimes for doing this, which is why I'm a lot less, more subdued about this than I would be about um, uh, 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 normally. Because, A, it's only two games in. Mm. B, Man City are no, are no better off than us, only you know, on goal difference. Uh, and B, we are Leicester City. And at the end of the day, we haven't got a God-given right to win every game just because we turn up. So, yes, I think we have. And um, like I say, it's very, very easy... You know, we we didn't criticise Brendan when we beat Man City five two. So yeah, it it was. We didn't criticise him when we won the FA Cup. No, so. no, indeed we didn't. Although you yeah, know, no, not at all. Or, or indeed, what I like to call the English Super, Super Cup. Cup. But yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we we. I I just think, like I say, I I I accept losing. What hurts me is losing in that manner. Yeah, I was just about to say, losing in the same way that we lost last season is is something that I would question to, you know, instead of saying these injuries, that's the thing I'd like to hear Brendan answer. What are you doing on the training ground to stop these, these performances happening when teams set up and soak it up? Yeah, This is probably the indication, I'm going to say this now, Norwich, it's going to be a combination of Vardy, Ian Acho, or Ian Acho and Daka, or Daka and Vardy. He will not go with one up front. I think, I think you might start to see more of a dominant switch to two up front because West yeah. Ham went. I, and I almost feel like going straight to back to the point of how Leicester lost this game. I almost feel like David Moyes went. Fuck it, should we just play against them like we did last season? Because yeah. last season they didn't have yeah. any idea. If they're going to still play with one up front, should we just match them and play like that? Hey, yeah. 4-1. I actually b- brought that point up in a, recent, in a recent show. I think it was one of the West Ham shows. That we played so well last season with Anacho and Vardy together. Hmm. But that's got, he's literally gone, oh, yeah, we, we, we won all those games and then Acho was on fire. Hang on, I'll bin that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and I, mean, I do feel sorry for the Acho, to be fair, yeah. because he's probably I'm, gone, Bob was the top goal scorer last season. What more do I need to do to get myself yeah. on that team with Vardy? I'm, like, I'm like, what the fuck, Brendan? 
you know what I mean? We did well with this. And then you've gone back to this. Uh, but then, you know, it'll probably get us to finish fifth again and we'll all, we'll all be happy. So yeah, well, yes, you we won't be caring about this. <laughs> Simon, uh, yeah, you have got six points, mate, but you're still below uh, Brighton and Hove Albion. So don't uh, don't get too excited just yet. I know you're dying to bring out your season highlights video now uh, because yeah. it, it it would be sort of probably the longest one that you've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> Simon's a top, great lad. Top, top. No, Tottenham's next DVD. We were joint top through August. <laughs> How long were you top for last season, uh, Simon? Oh, yes, it was about three hours, wasn't it? You know, but hey, actually, Simon's a great lad. Get over to that to his uh, the Premier Hotspur TV channel and sub to that. It's a really, really, really good channel. He is uh, he is he's a good laugh, and he he does take the banter. Right, so um, let's just have a look at some more comments, and then we'll, we've not done this before, but we'll have a look at the player ratings. Um, yeah, Antonio, he says he haven't already lost. Antonio's goals were awesome, and the celebrations were a joy. Yeah, you know, and I've got to and say, I, I did say West Ham peak last season, and they go back to the normal self, as I said at the start. But my God, maybe David Moyes is the uh, is the English Pep Guardiola. Oh, do you know what God. I did find? Do you know what I did find shocking? I think tonight he scored his fiftieth and fifty-first goal for West Ham. He broke a record for their top goal scorer in the Premier League, which was set by Paolo Di Canio. That baffled me. And you know, maybe I'm forgetting that West Ham were a bit after the Di Canios and the Jermaine Defoe's and Freddie Canute days. They went a bit dull as dishwater, getting beat more. And I know they've spent a fair few years out of the division, but it's a bit mm. culture shock to, to know that they, they had a record for that long where no one had managed 50 goals. It just seems a bit yeah. out there. If he's worth 51 yeah. goals, can we pay 51 million for him? Stick him on the <laughs> right. <laughs> well, we need, well uh, we need we need something, don't we? Chris, right. you on this, what we're going to do... I'm going to hide the top bits off here because I don't think we're going to get anybody in the 10 nines or, or even eights, to be honest with you. So uh, I can go a little bit larger on that. So right, this okay. way I can see who I am who I am clicking on. Thankfully, Vestergaard didn't play today because I forgot to, to to add him into this. But let's start with um, let's start with with Mr. Schmeichel, who uh, I think we probably were agreeing was, was man of the match. I'm actually going to give him a seven. He made he made a phenomenal amount of brilliant saves. Stopped it being seven at seven or eight. Um, I don't even fault him for the for West Ham's second goal. I think he knew that Stylinger's are clearly a hazard when under pressure. That much of a hazard, he passes to the wrong colour. I'm going to give Schmeichel a seven. I really don't think he deserves to be on the beating side on, on, on such a beating with the way he performed. Right, we're just going to have to wait because here we go. It wasn't, it wasn't working for me. It wasn't working for me. Now it is. So we're going to give Schmeichel a seven, which, yep, yeah, I, I I can't argue with you on that at all. I think he, uh, he he deserves it. And I think, actually, just looking on the BBC site here, he, well, yeah, he didn't actually even get up into a six. But um, Yeah, but you lost 4-1 and BBC, they tend to grade it on the actual thing and like they don't. Yeah. 
very rarely do you sit here a keeper conceding Can four. You even, this right, right, I'm sorry here. Right, I'm just going to have to. I'm going to have to say this because um, we'll just take this out. I'm just going to put this. I was going to take you off screen for a second, Brad. Yeah, that's right. Because I just want to say. Oops. Hang on a Hi. second. Let me do it. <laughs> let me do it properly. There we go. I just want to say, Leicester fans. What are you on? Have you been smoking something dodgy tonight? Are you pissed? Leicester fact, right? The BBC app, you can go on and you can vote for each of the Leicester players out of 10, how good they did, how bad they did. Schmeichel is our best player at 5.36. Yep, like, like Brad said, he let four goals in, but he was still our, still our best player. You you've got you've got Perez as our second best player tonight. What the fuck? What the fuck? Oh, am am I am I on a different planet here to every other single Leicester City fan out there? Have I was I watching a different game tonight? Am, have, have I sort of been transported to Pluto? What is going on? How can you have Perez as the second best player? Brad, Brad, come, come up, come back and uh, help me out. What the fuck, Perez, the second best player? No, I tell you why, mate. No, 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 no. Hear us out. Hear us, Leicester fans, out on this one, mate. What you're missing the trick is we do things very silly and very, very sarcastically as a Leicester fan. You should know this, Chris. You're one of them, right? Why he's second best is because that's the best performance he's ever put in a shirt because he got off the pitch quick. <laughs> that's the best thing he could have done for us because how many times have we, gen genuinely, how many times have we seen fans say it themselves, not just us, so no one can come at us just saying it's just us. How many times have Leicester fans, have you seen them on Twitter saying when Perez plays, it's like having 10 men? At least today he had the decency to do it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I hadn't, no I hadn't noticed that. And I'm just looking at it, I'm thinking. But yeah, if this, this water. Yeah, I this, can't turn it into water. Just because I look like him doesn't mean I can make him all drink. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not drunk. I'm not drunk. <laughs> but sorry, Dorco, this is very true. West Ham fans have all voted yeah. for him. <laughs> oh, James Perez, second best player. What the fuck? This is only on the Leicester side, though, James. But even then, no, I'm sorry. Uh, these scores actually looking here are pathetic, but anyway, so we start with the seven for uh. For Mr. Schmeichel, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go down in the list that they've done it. Then I know I sort of don't miss anybody because I think I'm not sure whether they, oh, they have included the subs as well. So um, I always see Perez. Let's stick with Mr. Perez. Zero. Oh, I, I can give him a one. I haven't got a zero. No, that'll, do, that'll do then. That'll do purely yeah. for the red card. No, no, it's not. And uh, before people say, "All oh, right, Perez, of course you're gonna give him a one," but no, you got himself sent off. Anyone who does that and puts your team in jeopardy. You don't get a rating for me. You've completely let your team down. So, yeah, one. Yes. <laughs> Luke, Luke agrees with you there. Um, 
He's got Ingel sent off, so we'll have to see him for three matches. Joe is saying, and I and I, I can't say these bloody foreign names. I have trouble with Bertrand, don't I? But English. We'll probably be calling him by his first name because he's English, because I'm going to struggle to pronounce that if we sign him. But yeah, I agree with him. him in. I'm hoping that the way Leicester fans have figured out that maybe we're selling a youth player for eight million is to bump up the funds to get this deal done or at least get to talking points. I, I don't want I don't want to turn into an Arsenal fan where one player is going to absolutely make all the difference to us because whether he no. was in or not tonight, we would we we would have still been yeah. ground poo stuff. Okay, yes. so Tillemans again, he he was he was he was pretty awful tonight. Yeah, but he got a goal. Five, uh, five, five. I think, for the I goal. think you've got to give him the niceness because. The two times we actually got forward quickly, he was in attacking positions. There's only two chances I remember. Harvey Barnes in the box and he lost it. And Madison's scuff pass that led to the goal. So, yeah, he gets he gets a five. He would have been a four without the goal, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Every, everybody's saying Perez, no, definitely. Um, and Craig, good evening, Craig. How are you, sir? Perez created the only chance of the first half. Same old scapegoats. Tillemans was awful first half. Yeah, okay, you created the only chance. Well, he should have scored it then. Yeah, he fluffed if it. If he was any good, he would have scored it, you know. He was more dangerous to the corner flag. He gets a one purely for the fact that he made the job. He gets, a, he gets a one because I haven't got a naught there. Otherwise, I would have gone and given him a naught, <laughs> Brad. So yeah. he's saved by the fact that I, on this, I, I never thought Leicester would have a player that would drop down there. Um, Ricardo Piera. Three. Look frustrated with his yeah. own performance. Look disheartened. Looked all right until the game completely changed. I think if I was judging us off, off the first 30, 35 minutes, they'd all be getting high ratings, even Perez. But I have to be honest, very yeah, lackluster, yeah. very underwhelming. This is, the, this is what I'm saying. So many players perform so badly. That was the thing. You can, you know, that was that was, I think, why why we were struggling. Um yeah, and you can get you can guess from this how good each of the individual players rated on the BBC. So I'm going down in order. Um, oh no, the, the man that I sort of groan every time I hear that he's in the team, Mr. Daniel Amarty. Three. Oh, I can't, gonna... I can't believe I'm saying this. I know he, I know he had a torrid end to the game, but so did everybody. But I was more embarrassed by Solanchu's performance than Amarty's. So I can, I think you can see why I'm going to go with some Sionji's performance tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wolf, four, four, oh, four. Okay. Maybe, maybe that's my heart rolling because he doesn't normally let us down. He's very, he's one of them that normally would be up there with Casper for a shining light. Maybe, oh no, sorry, stick him as a four. Because I've thought it, but I'm between four and three, but I'll give him a four. Give him a four. Okay. Uh, Craig, sorry, mate. Uh, not his shot. He created a chance for Ricardo, who should have... Oh, that one where he tried that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. but like I said, Craig, it's not... If I could judge him on his 36 minutes, he would be in the four category. And he's not a scapegoat. A scapegoat is something that you only use as an excuse for a defeat or a one-off situation. He's been crap for months, mate. Mm. He's never really 
turned it on for a while. But I do get what you're saying, Craig. I'm not saying his performance until he got sent off was bad. I'm saying that's why that's why Chris is in agreement and put him in the one bracket, mate. Yeah. Um, so we're done in DD. Uh, let's have a look. Barnes. Mr. Harvey Barnes. Four, four was very quiet, singled out, couldn't get the ball out of his feet. The passing was like it was mm. not very good. I think uh, he gets a four. It, it was almost like in. we were playing in custard. Yeah, it was. I've, it really was, mate. You know, I've never, I, I can't remember, and I know we, we joked about this earlier, but it was the fact that every player was bad. And that was, that was, that's what I can't get my head round. You know, yeah. it, it, I can remember like, you know, David Beckham when we played Greece that time. 10 players plus on the pitch were awful. He was good, but we didn't even have that. We didn't even have no. one player that took it, no. you know. Um, apparently, you know, uh, Stan Kroenke has been on, on to top and went keep him uh, for yeah. Madison. <laughs> That's how bad it was. Uh, so Barnes is there. Um, Thomas, Luke Thomas. I don't think he had a particularly bad game. No, yeah, in, in fairness, he didn't have a good no. game, but he, he didn't have bad game, to be honest with you. To be fair, apart from the inevitable last 10 minutes, which we knew would come in the second, West Ham got that third. Yeah. Um, he was always going to get beaten for pace. He had to play the full 90 minutes. I'm going to go for a five, you know. Yeah. Didn't do. I, I didn't would probably agree with you. Yeah. They did actually say at one point, even though on the, on the TV, that oh, he, he was looking tired, you know. Yes. Um, yeah. But uh, David may be a five for Barnes. He didn't do much, but he got yeah. to kind of do yeah, somewhat. Let, yeah. Let's be fair. These ratings that we anyone gives, A, it's my personal opinion that Chris is asking yeah. for. And B, yeah. four, five, Six, it's the same sort of bracket. If it's a good performance, I guess six for not doing a lot. You know, yeah, it's yeah. your own. Yeah. I'm glad to see people commenting what they think their performances were worth the agreement. Well, this is it. No, no, I mean, it is. And to be honest with you, if you go onto the website, www.lestertillidie.com forward slash last match, um, our match reporter, Brian Langston, he'll be doing his own version of this. So, this is we've never done this live before. So, this is just to say a bit of I'll say I would like to say a bit of fun but I don't know whether this is fun or not um, the Wolves game mate <laughs> yeah um the Arsenal number 10 James Madison how much would you give him you know what I was going to be harsh but I gave Tillemans a high rating because of his goal and Madison got an assist so he gets a three a three. I didn't hear him. I didn't hear him. <laughs> I was trying to drop him in the five then. <laughs> no, no, mate. Honestly, I didn't. I didn't really see him get on the ball in, in the sense that I didn't see him on the ball where I expected him to be on the ball, which was in their final third. Mm. Madison's name very rarely came a cropper, and when it did, it was he'd already passed it on, and he was trying to catch up to where he needed to be. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, three. Right. Before we come to a certain defender, well, I'm going to save till the end. Um, we're going to have a look at the, the subs. Um, Daka. Got up to pace with Vardy when he put that ball across. He, you know, considering that, considering I'm surprised he hasn't got more football for us. Got to give him a four. I mean, subs never usually score highly no. unless no. they come on very early or for a whole half. 
you no. know, but uh, yeah, he, 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 he seemed to do more than Vardy did, which was um, we haven't yeah. mentioned Mr. Vardy, have we actually? No, you know what though? I'm gonna I'm gonna give a bit of defence to Vardy, and I know people might say, "Oh, he's the golden child of Leicester." Of course, you are, especially some of the neutrals in there. But Vardy Vardy has always had people say that if you don't give Vardy the supply of the ball, you know you're not going to see Vardy at his best. But that bloke gets in the box of corners. He comes back at the halfway line, and I know his heavy touch was the reason they broke away and scored. But at 34. When you've got a prolific goal-scoring squad, I don't. I feel a bit uncomfortable seeing him having to come back and get the ball and then try and make a thirty-yard long-busting yeah. run. He put in that ball that had that could been a bit quicker, maybe if he'd have been on the pitch at half-time and been up to the pace for the game. He might have got on the end of it. It was actually, it would have probably been a decent ball in. I'm going to say if we're doing Vardy's right now, I'm actually going to put him in yeah. a five. Yeah, and and if to be fair. You've also got to say a, a, a striker who's only good as the service he gets exactly. um, and the goalkeeper is only as good as the players in front of him. You yeah, know. and when you're only playing in a one, you're kind of restricted to what you can do and how far you can go. When when we went with two, you could see mm. a bit more about us. Yes. Uh, in yeah. that sense. Yeah. So um, we're now going to look at Mr. Samari. Um. Fairly steady. I don't think he did yeah. much wrong. Five, four, Five. Okay. anywhere in between. Now I'm happy with. I think four because he's a sub. At the end of the day, he didn't get yeah. long to come on to, but he did his job well. He didn't do anything to warrant a, no, a half no. mark. He, he only got eight minutes, didn't he? At, yeah. at the end of the day, and, and I'm going to do the same with Kalichi. He actually saved the job. I think the sub deserved a fair meeting because it wasn't that they they came on in, in circumstances that wasn't through their fault. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so I got to be fair to the subs and give them all a four. Give them all a four. Right. The moment that I have been dreading. And let me uh, let me go out and let you have the, the, the stage. So with um, with our Turkish delight. Well, I don't like Turkish delights and I don't like I don't like them after that performance. I'll be banning anyone from eating them. They can't come near with them because you know what? People people like to say that. Um, Maybe we kind of always, Leicester fans always have a vendetta to pick one person out per season and he's the only person that ever gets a blame for a bad result. It's never the case. Uh, I think I've always been very well justified with my opinions on, on, on Leicester mm-hmm. players. You know me, Chris, I always like to try and back my words up by yeah. pointing out what they've done throughout the games. So yeah. I want you to away with it. And I've said it before last season and I think a lot of Leicester fans noticed it when Evans was injured that last season and the season before. Sionchu doesn't know how to cope when he's backed into a corner. We saw that with his pass to Antonio. Um, he doesn't look comfortable without a leader. I honestly think he needs to have a leadership skill put into him because he doesn't seem to have the confidence in his ability to lead at the back, which is why I said I don't rate... I, that, this is why I'm going to rate Amarty better than him. Um, because I don't think Amarty has ever been a leader. He's never possessed the qualities to be a leader. And he's always been there to go, I need you to tell me, you know, you should be telling me what to do because I need to be able to trust you and we need to work together. And unfortunately, for all the praise and the songs that we give Sionchu, and he's still a fan favourite, still, I'm not suddenly turncoat in on or anything, but yeah. this, is, this is like the seventh or eighth time now where he hasn't had someone like Evans or someone like that alongside him and he's, I got an error in him. 
And because he stayed on the pitch for 90 minutes, he gets a two. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> I want, um, I, and, and I'm not being harsh. I just want to single hat. I want to single out how damaging going down to ten men is. Because look at these ratings minus Casper, and look where I've rated the player that called that, that got sent off. If he'd have stayed on, I probably would have had Sionchu and Perez on the same level of a two. I'm going to say if he'd stayed on, he'd have only got a two. But... He would have. <laughs> Uh, I think I think those ratings are, are, are pretty fair. Uh, I mean, David says here um, the Leicester Mercury only gave all five to all the players. I don't know where you got the fives from, to be honest with you. No, I think players rightly get threes and fours because they did rightly let us down more noticeable. And unfortunately, whether they like it or not, the expectation helps or hinder it or helps or hinders your decision of giving them ratings. Like I said, maybe there's a few in my opinion, I feel probably been nicer to them because I'm more forgiving on the fact that it's very rare indeed he has a bad game. It's very rare we don't see something attacking from Harvey Barnes and Vardy. Yeah. Maybe that is the case. But also the weight of expectations on some of these players, they should never ever should we be sat here, mate, doing what we just done and going indeed he for Harvey Barnes for yeah. You know, we should not be giving these players rating. They should be getting a five. That, that should be that should be five before they kick the ball. Yeah, no, you're quite right. You're quite right. And good evening to words and pictures. Uh, saw me on Jake and the West Ham Network. You're a top bloke. Thank you very much. Very kind of you to say. And well done to if you are saw me on there. I'm presuming, but I you shouldn't presume um, that you might be a West Ham fan. If you are. Well done for tonight. I can't say anything other than you were brilliant. You know, you you you're top of the table now. You deserve. I know it's only two games, but you deserve on that performance. You deserve. We were saying last week, you know, four two against Newcastle, and we we're all going like, yeah, okay, but it was Newcastle. But mate, come on, you know, West now Ham. It's, now it's Leicester that you've just beat comprehensively so yeah to all West Ham fans that are out there I want to add to that with Chris very well done I don't, I don't like I, we try and do despair don't we and, and as yeah. much as no but nobody likes praising the opposition you say it quite commonly a lot on here Chris we don't like praising the opposition but we are uh, a team on here that do like to top our hats on a performance where West Ham just did beat what was in front of them and beat it very well you've got to sometimes you have to sometimes football you know, if you look, it's not played on paper. So when you look at your squad down on paper, you know, you know that's not how it's played. And sometimes you have to take your hat off and go, you know what? They deserve that. And and yeah. as soon as soon as the game finished, um, Jake actually messaged me, the West Ham guy on on, on his channel, and he said, um, "Can't wait for six o'clock tomorrow." Yeah, thanks, mate. Thanks, Jake. Uh, and yeah. I went to him. I went, no, you know what? You deserved it. We were shit. You totally deserved it. And you've just got to sometimes go, that was shit. I mean, it won't be the last shit performance we do this season. Um, it's just not many of them. You know, but maybe we just got it out of the system early. And maybe, let's be honest with you, FA Cup, Community Shield, we beat the Europa League champions, we've won our first game, maybe this won't actually do us any harm and go... Remember, you know, you know, you can't just go out and walk on that pitch and win a game. Mm. 
definitely. And to go back to Terry's comment that he made, um, saying that you'd give Casper a six. Um, I've just got Casper's bad kicking as default setting for him, mate. So I don't really judge his distribution. It's it's been awful for so long. I just see it as default with Schmeichel. Yes. Um, Luke says here, don't want to sound as though I'm criticising Rogers, but he has a inferiority complex against some managers. Is Moyes one? I don't know. I just thought he would have had an inferiority complex. I mean, let's not forget. Okay, I mean, you know, West Ham beat us twice last year. Um, yeah. The first game was a bit like this. They they just blew us out out the water. The second game at their place, listen, we, we we were Madison less, which probably wouldn't have made any difference tonight. But of course, it was the COVID. They blew us out the water. Yeah, but they blew yeah. us out the water. Then there were three nil and cruising. We we had to come back with Vinicius. I think he got both goals in that. He game. got both goals towards the end. Yeah, had we played another ten minutes, I think we would have probably got a draw out of that. Uh, yeah. But the season before that, we actually beat them, did the double over them. Yeah. So we what, and that was only what? So it's twenty twenty. 21 so it was 1920 i think the season 1920 we actually they did the double over west ham so craig says there west ham play the way most fans would like to the team to play um yeah a bit more forward a bit did. quicker and let's be honest with you um i can tell you i, I again I, I i was i was bantering with the west ham fans i said you know i'm surprised that your players can hear the that the cheers from the uh, from the stands because it's like a day trip from the stands to the pitch at the London Stadium. Yeah. I tell you what, I think that made one hell of a difference to them tonight. Those fans were absolutely brilliant. Yeah, West Ham's always been a great atmosphere for a side, whether they're winning or losing. In a sense, you you know what mood the West Ham fans are in. You know what the what the fans think of your performance. And obviously that can backfire sometimes. It, you know, I, I'd have hesitant to have hated to have seen if that performance had been shown at the King Power. Um, I don't think it was. You see, the thing is, um, as well, this game is all if ands, buts and coconuts, isn't it, mate? And unfortunately, like I said, quite literally, everything that could have gone wrong tonight went wrong. Could he have made a sub earlier? Well, he didn't. When he chose to make the subs, it kicked us in the teeth. It was just Brendan Rogers, Brendan Rogers, and the team tonight. Um, a probably Frankfurt have got more than zeros for rating. To be yeah. honest with you, because it's just one of them games. It's just been we one have, of them games. We I just have, hope the season, we have seen this it. sort of performance before from Leicester. Yes, you know, if we, we can we, have no more, I'd be happy this season. It'd be an yeah. improvement for me. You know, I, I will say three words. Newcastle United at home. I think we played at home, didn't we, uh, towards the end of the season? Yes, four words. And, yeah. <laughs> New- oh. <laughs> <Fuck off. laughs> I was trying. I don't like that number at the moment tonight, mate. You know. No, I know. <laughs> you, I'll tell you what. I shouldn't have said that was four words. You were one over, and they got the whole score. And then, okay, there you go. Um, but yeah, so that, that we, we we collapsed then. That is the performance that Leicester have always got in them. And um, two games in, let's not let's not write the seasons off. Uh, Terry's off to bed. Must be on a promise, Terry. Enjoy it, mate. Um, <laughs> uh, off to bed stream. We won four one tonight. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Terry, mate. Cheers. Yeah. Uh, 
Joe says we need to sign Madukele. Somebody tell me his first name. Somebody tell me his first name, please. No, um, make him <laughs> Sussex Hotspur. Um, watch the game. The red card changed the game. Antonio um, and Benama. Well, it's still early in the season. You boys will be fine. We will be. It will be. But like yeah. I say, these shows, these shows are here, and we look at the game that's just gone. Colin, I hope so. I, re I really hope so. We're going to be up there. I honestly think we're going to be up there. Like I say. The Wolves game, let's be honest with you, the Wolves game is the sort of game you say, if we get into the Champions League places by a point at the end of the season, we'll go like, that Wolves game was the one that got us there because we got yeah. the three points when maybe we didn't. I said, these games will happen. You know, last season you had Liverpool losing to Aston Villa, was it 7-2 or something? Yeah. You know, you'd got yeah. Newcastle beating us, you got... So, yeah, the, the, these things happen. It was, and as a one of those days when everybody decided we're not going to turn up tonight. And well, <laughs> it happens. Get, if, anybody that's new to supporting Leicester has only supported us sort of since 15, 16. Get used to it. This is, yeah. what, this is what supporting Leicester is like. Brad, mate, oh, I don't know if it's too late for you to have a drink, but... Go and uh, go and try and try and wipe this out your memory. I will do, mate. I've got I've got magic Jesus power. There you are. What happened? Who did we play? What was the score? See, it happened. We 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 beat uh, we beat Man City five nil. Oh, I knew that, mate. Yeah, I saw it coming. <laughs> but, and thanks to everybody that was in the chat, Brad. We'll probably we'll talk in a second afterwards. But thanks for joining us, mate. And I'll yeah, see was, you yeah. Wednesday night. Yes, yes, yes. You will. Cheers, bud. See you in a bit. Thanks to Brad, as always. Um, the voice of reason. Um, he's not a G, he's not the Messiah. He's a very naughty boy. Um, our very own Jesus there, Brad. Um, tomorrow night. Oh, God, tomorrow night. No. Tomorrow night, I am doing the opposition view, although I did say that if they beat us, that I would block them all. But I'm doing the opposition view show, 6 o'clock, a little bit earlier than normal, because um, uh, that's when the guy can do it for me. So 6 o'clock on my channel, we're talking to Jack, Jake, sorry, a West Ham fan about the game. I'm sure he's going to be happy. Um, thanks a lot to uh, Craig there. Uh, always tough when the bad result is still raw, it so is. And cheers, uh, cheers, Luke, as well. So, I'm doing that at six o'clock, so be there, we'll be square. And then, almost straight after, I'm going on to a West Ham channel to 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 uh to talk about the loss as well. And and uh, I must, I must be like, it's like self harm, isn't it? Once you start, you can't stop. David, good night as well. Uh, James, cheers uh, to myself and Brad. Big up you lads. Take care. Take care as well. And then on Wednesday, what we got on Wednesday? Well, we might be able to find out about our any possible new signings. And speaking to Talk Sports, Jeff Thomas, who's a big, obviously, he's a big Leicester fan. Uh, for those of you of a certain age, um, like myself, um, you will, of course, no, um, Jeff, sorry, Jeff Peters, not Jeff Thomas. Jeff, 
Jeff Thomas was the Crystal Palace defender. Jeff Peters, who used to actually be the Leicester City, well, used to be the in-stringer of his day on BBC Radio Leicester. Uh, so that is going to be 7 o'clock on Wednesday. The Jeff Peters from Talk Sport, uh, the second Talk Sport DJ will have had on. So it'd be great to speak to him, especially with him being a Leicester fan. Uh, he can probably reassure me we're going to have a good season. And then on Wednesday at 9.30, same night, it's going to be the prediction show with Brad Me and a special guest who's going to be an Arsenal fan. So um, looking forward to that on Wednesday. Thanks for joining us, guys. Wasn't the result we wanted. Certainly wasn't the performance we wanted. But Saturday, it's Norwich. We go again. Come on, you foxes. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube. And follow all their social media platforms for all the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.